Morning. Hi. Yes. Two, four. Hi. Welcome to another episode this week with Drew for Thursday, September 26, 2019. We're going to start the show. I got this week today and I'm doing the big fucking show tonight, buddy. So it's a big deal. So let's start the show. Yeah. I'm going to rip this shit up. Rip it up with the fucking mic tonight at the Queen Elizabeth Theater. Big Drew can't get much hater. Can't get much hatier than Big Drew and motherfucking Takashi Snitch 9. What's up, it's Skyline? You striking bitch, I'm going down to the Drake and have a pickled egg at the Drake. Drake having an egg. What's going on? Thank you guys so much for watching or tuning in or listening on your fucking device. This is This Week with Drew for Thursday, September 26, 2019. I'm having a good day today, man. Thank you guys for listening. Shout out off the top to my patrons, John, Greg, Isaac, Joel, Mike, Pubatunde, Marnus, and Brees. Uh, oh, and Bryce, man, motherfucking Finkus, dude. We got a new Patreon. Thank you so much, Bryce, for holding it down. One of the first kids that I taught guitar to when he was like 13 years old. He came in this little, little fucking chubby little 13-year-old looking for guitar lessons, and I hooked him up because I used to be a chubby 13-year-old, and I saw a lot of myself in this kid, and now he's off killing it, doing his own thing, going to university and fucking killing it. So welcome to the Patreon crew, man. Shout out to the Drew crew. Uh, today was a good day. And also shout out to Calm and PG 118 homies, um, as always killing it. Oh yo, I don't know if Kripal and those guys watch it, but big shout out to Kripal on tour with Mercules right now. Fucking, that's pretty dope, man. They're in Australia right now and dropping fire freestyles on Scooby Doo beats and stuff. Kripal, man, just killing it, dude. Really good rapper, man. Uh, Edmonton, man, the hood does it well, bro. The hood is very stacked. Uh, okay, so what's up? Let's do, uh, let's do what's up. How was my week? My fucking week was all right. I've been getting ready for the top comic show, so I've been dropping sets, dropping little, a little sets all around town, you know? Um, a younger version of myself would have been running the set, fucking 40 times before I did the set because it's a big deal it's a show tonight man Sirius XM top comic finals top 10 in the country bro it's all on the line 25 G's coming down the pipe tonight who's got the tightest seven in front of 1200 people at a big giant theater in Toronto so you know it's all on the line and a younger version of myself man in a situation like this would have been just running that set trying to get it airtight you know find out all the leaks you know, find out where the holes are and trying to fucking suck that thing nice and tight. But I found in my years of doing stand-up comedy that that is a detriment um, to myself, personally at least. Because then I start to think too much about the script and I start to, I start to zone in on the, on the timing uh, uh, of the words and, and everything rather than getting the feel of it out. Because the words are funny. That's why they're jokes, right? The words are funny. It's uh, but if I get too rigid, man, and I start getting in the box about what exactly I have to say and this is going to tag back to that because it's a very man, it's a very dynamic thing, a comedy show like you fucking have a plan for what you're going to do. And if a guy goes up before you 
uh, you know, and does some bits that uh, are on a similar topic, you know, maybe if you had a joke about weed legalization and, and that person goes up before you and does, you know, five minutes on weed legalization, sure, there might be different bits, but it's the same subject. If your whole bit was your closer was about weed legalization, well, you know, you're done, buddy. So you got to be able to adjust. So I've got a selection of jokes. I know how I'm going to start the set with the same couple jokes that I always start my set with. I got a pretty good idea what I'm going to close with. But then that middle, like three, four, I've kind of given myself, uh, you know, a couple different options. Option A, option B, option C. Where are we going to go? You know, what am I up in the order? How's the flow of the show going? What's the crowd like? And that sort of thing, you know, the sort of the sort of tactile information that you get from years on the road as a stand-up comedian, man, that only you earn by fucking driving around this country and me seeing the people and shaking hands with them and just knowing in their eyes that you're not from around here. Listen, you're not from around here, buddy, but I thought you were pretty funny. Listen, I heard your jokes up there. And I was, you know, they say I'm pretty funny down at the mine, you know. <laughs> So I've been doing this week. I've been popping around town, just doing comedy, man. Opening with the jokes, you know. I ran the set last night just to see how it feels. Get the words out of there, you know. Run the set, and uh, felt good, man. I made an audible, you know, last minute audible. It uh, turns out I had a couple more minutes than I had originally planned for. In a theater, you got to space it out because you're gonna get a little bit more laughs. Um, they 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 roll a little bit longer. Big wave, right? You got to ride it, then short, little quicker wave. So you got to pace yourself a little bit more. So I found I had, I, even with that, I had a little bit more time to work with. So I threw an audible, threw, threw in a big joke, got a huge applause break right at the end. It's like, well, maybe I'm going to close on that now. Uh, so it feels good, man. Uh, tonight I did global today. So I've been dropping around. I had a wedding. Courtney's aunt was getting married. Super fun. Uh, open bar. But I am in sober September. So I did not drink a single drop. Uh, which was awesome. I honestly didn't feel like I was missing anything. I was on the dance floor just lighting it up. Buddy, <coughs> Black Eyed Peas, anything from that 2007-8 Black Eyed Peas era, I'm all over that on the dance floor, buddy. <laughs> Let's get retarded in here, man. Like, that's like, it's going, tonight's going to be a good night, buddy. That whole album was bangers, man. Then for you throw that into the Fergalicious, def, 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 Fergalicious definition. Make them boys go loco. Like, that song is fire, man. <laughs> like, that song, like, when it first come, it came out, you're like, this is so stupid. But in a retrospect, man, 13, 12, 13 years later, it's like, that was some banger club music, dude. Like, that's some def, 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 def. Fergalicious definition, make that bone go, go, go. And it was just easy to sing. It was like nursery rhyme shit, man, which is awesome. Uh, so I lit it up on the dance floor on Saturday night. And uh, Friday, I was at the Corner Comedy Club just slanging jokes, uh, as I'm known to do. And uh, yeah, uh, and, uh, now we got to just do the show. So this morning, oh yeah, and then I've just been fucking around all week. I had an audition for a uh, some kind of fucking cell phone game on Monday that I'm probably not going to get a call back for. And, uh, you know, I've just been hanging out with Terry and then doing comedy in the night, just getting ready, you know, popping sets. This morning, I had to wake up super early and go to Global News Toronto um, and... Uh, and do just like a whatever a hit with a very funny comedian Nigel Grinstead, a good buddy of mine. And uh, we just went on there and we were fucking around with the mugs. I'm gonna try to post the clip, but like in and well, you know on morning TV they always have the mugs. The mugs are empty, bro. Nothing in the mug. So we were just like fucking around with the mugs, like pass them. Who wants a mug? Like you guys, anybody who needs a mug, we got mugs. We're just Swiss passing them around. Trying to make the uh, sound guys laugh. Oh, I kicked the camera. Trying to make the sound guys laugh and the camera guys laugh. Um, 
that's your audience, man. When you're on set, dude, is the is the camera guys, and they're not generally not allowed to laugh, which sucks. But your inclination as a comedian is you got a crowd, man, so make them laugh. So uh, you know it's hard. Uh, <laughs> so it was super fun, man, just to do morning news. The first time I ever did morning news was in grade six with Bill Wright. Uh, he was my grade five teacher. I guess it would have been grade five. No, it would have been grade six because I was prime minister of micro society and they wanted to do a story on it. We had two schools in Canada that were doing this experimentation where they took like literally half the day to teach kids about commerce and government and finance and all this shit where we actually had like a little micro society, like half the day was rather than doing school, we would just like run our little business and like have our little jobs and shit like that. And I ran for prime minister and I won. So I got to do global news Edmonton. In grade six, so what would that have been? 1998 uh, or something like that? So, yeah, it's been 20 years I've been going on Global News Morning. <laughs> That's pretty sick, man. Uh, 20 years later, I'm still going on Global News Morning to show fucking people what I want to say. And it was fun just fucking around on the news. I wasn't nervous at all. Because it's like, do you understand, like, there's, like, obviously probably, like, a 500,000 to a million people watching you. So, but they're not there, so there's not really any pressure. <laughs> but if you were to think about, oh, yeah, there's probably, like, literally, like, a half a million people watching this right now. It's like, holy fuck. It's not like doing this podcast right now. There's, like, 20 of you. I can literally see that. No, And also, I get YouTube analyticals. Y'all motherfuckers never watched the whole episode. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Who would bother to watch this every week but only the first seven minutes? Because it's always the last seven minutes that I really fucking kick it into gear, man. Once I get all the bullshit out of there. <laughs> all right. So, uh, fucking hey, That was my week. I got the show tonight, Queen Elizabeth Theater. It's going to be at 7 p.m. just for last 42. I get another badge in my badge collection, bro. Doing comedy, you always get lanyards. And it's nice because you treat them like I treat them like Pokemon badges, you know? Like you get a lanyard from this festival, from this festival. They're like badges from different gyms that you beat. And the ultimate badge, obviously, for any Canadian comic is the Montreal Just for Laughs badge, bro. That's the fucking ultimate Pokemon badge that you can get. Right now, I got the Toronto JFL. This will be my second Toronto JFL badge. And I want uh, I want that Montreal badge, man. That's the one, bro. So if I come in second or third or first tonight, which is not going to happen. We'll talk about that next week. Um, <laughs> I'll give you guys the timestamp of my prediction, which is definitely, like, already fucking... <laughs> Anyways, a lot of politics goes into stand-up comedy contests And there's probably not a lot of guys that want to see a straight white guy win anything anymore So, I will do my best to just have fun And show them what I've got And be clean And just be myself Just go out of there and be yourself And, uh, you know, just grab a ruler And just show them how big your cock is Okay, fucking. <laughs> what the fuck kind of sound was that, bro? Oh, that was not. That was a bass sound. Whoops. I wanted to do a harpsichord. Uh oh. Oh, that's one of my own shit. Oh, that's my. I recorded that. This is my song. That's a pretty sick tune, eh? It's like, wait. The Dragon Lord rises from the ash of the pain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, what do we got here? We got a, uh, we got a. Uh, 
Time for big news with Drew. I wonder what my neighbors think. Ever since I started doing this podcast in the condo, I've been like, holy fuck, they probably hate me. Um, this on big news with Drew this week, we've got a story from Bogota. Where the fuck is this from? Uh, Madrid, Spain. And it says, man caught driving with 1,000 marijuana plants in his van told police they were peppermint. <laughs> Just a little bit of peppermint. I just, I, there's not really, I, I'm just a bot, I'm just really, I, it's, it's, I'm just, it's, it's, a, it's a hobby of mine. I'm a botanist. And uh, I, I just, uh, the, the smell, <laughs> the smell, I think my brother was driving my van last night and uh, I'm not sure if he, he might have been smoking a joint. I don't know. It's like, how the fuck do you think? And also, how do you fit a thousand weed plants in a fucking van? Because, like, that's a lot of, were they little tiny motherfuckers? Were they little clones? Do you have, like, a thousand little baby clones? He's just about to get his grow-up started, man. You know, that sucks. You get all this, get it together. You get the guy with the clones. You get the meet-up time. You get the space. You know, the means of operation to grow those little cloners. And then you fucking meet up with the guy. And then you're driving him home. And you just get pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> like you're so close bro you're like 98% of the way there from having a wicked awesome weed grow up and then you just decided to fucking enter the left lane without signaling well it was just a common courtesy if you would have signaled then we probably wouldn't have got pulled over and fucking I love how his first instinct was to just be like these are not weed plants like just totally just hit him with the fucking these are not the droids you're looking for like that's not gonna work bro that's the <laughs> It's like if you got pulled over with like a thousand kilograms of cocaine, like this. Oh, this is flour. I'm a baker. It is, there's nothing to do with cocaine here. Why is my flour wrapped tightly in br bricks in saran wrap? Well, because I don't want it to spill everywhere. <laughs> Just getting pulled over with a fucking trunk full of flour. I'm a baker, sir. I'm really into sourdough. <laughs> big old fucking brick of cocaine yeah man so that sucks for him and he said they were peppermint and then the cops i think they were like oh cool and then they just let him go no they found 600 euros and 1100 plants in the van that's fucked up bro but also in catalonia the uh cannabis is decriminalized so i think this guy only got like i think he got like what did he get oh he didn't even get that much of a Oh, no, he did because it's decriminalized. So you're allowed to smoke it and have it, but you can't sell it. What the fuck is that about, hey? Stupid-ass motherfuckers. Uh, anyways, that was this week with Drew for this week. Um, uh, September 26, 2019. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so tonight I'm gonna fucking rock this bitch and we're gonna see how it goes and whatever. Peace and love. Uh, I wish I quit smoking a long time ago.